Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Classroom Matters podcast with me, your host, Christy Hool. And on today's episode, I am delighted to have a, a, a different kind of guest, but a very special guest when we talk about the world of education. Um, and our guest today is Gary Hub. Now, Gary, since 1999, has worked in both scripted and unscripted television and film as production coordinator, manager, and assistant director for multiple networks, including CBS, ABC, Fox, TNT, Discovery, History, National Geographic, and CNN. Gary has produced, written, and directed several films and documentaries that have earned him multiple film festival nominations and a special jury prize award. Currently, Gary is the managing partner for the new streaming video series, service, historyfix.com. Sorry about that. It is a streaming video service, not a series. Historyfix.com. We want to make sure and get that name out there, historyfix.com. Welcome, Gary. How are you? Very good. Thank you. And thank you for having me come on board here. This is very, very exciting. And I'm very yeah, excited I'm so excited. So as I said in the intro, you're not the typical guest that we have because normally on this podcast, we talk to teachers and principals and all things education in the world of K through 12 and homeschooling experts. And, but, you know, I thought that it was really unique to find someone like you because I think that, you know, in certain areas in education right now, we are lacking in specific content areas. And I think that history is one of those areas. And so I was really interested in having you on the show today and talk not only about historyfix.com, but the relevance to what you're doing and how we can start educating our, our students, K through 12, um, you know, some, some students that start college early, homeschooling students in the area of history. So let's start by telling our audience a little bit about yourself, Gary, sort of what's your background and where did your passion for history come from? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, the, my background comes from Pennsylvania, where I grew up. I grew up 30 minutes outside of Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, where the biggest battle ever fought on the Western Hemisphere occurred in 1863, the American Civil War. Um, and yeah, this, the American Civil War, being so close to Gettysburg, I, I was just opened, you know, just opened my eyes to the history within the area. Um, I had elementary school teachers that talked a lot about the American Civil War, the Revolutionary War, George Washington, um, for, for a spell in actually York, Pennsylvania, where I grew up. Um, had the Continental Congress there for a short amount of time, and it became a, a, a capital for actually a very you know few couple days, <laughs> few short days in, um, in in the Revolutionary War. Um, I would gravitate to Gettysburg, and I was involved in local theater, um, you know, just acting and doing all sorts of things. And I at one point I figured, wow, I really like when this History Channel crew comes to Gettysburg and they're filming reenactors and they're, um, you know, putting, you know, all these different battle, uh, you know, scenarios on, on screen. And there's all this, um, production life that uh, occurred in, in, in Gettysburg. So I would get myself involved. I would audition for roles. I would, you know, say, Hey, look, I would love to be a, an assistant of some sort. And, and they would put me behind the camera and I would do runs. And before long, I was able to combine my passion for movies and television and 
and and and history itself. I you know love the American Civil War. I love the Revolutionary War. Just you know being involved, and I found it. I found a new way of being influenced and educated, not by just by books, but also by historians and putting on the uniform and having to to be able to smell and taste and feel what it was potentially like. Um, and that was sort of my, or that was my avenue into, um, into television and, and, uh, and working then with the history channel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's really interesting that you say that, that your interest sort of spawned from being in the middle of it, right? The reenacting and the putting on the uniforms and sort of feeling like you were in that moment in history and, you know, so I was, I wanted to ask you next, and this is going to kind of lead into that, especially with what you just said about what your, was your school experience, you know, like elementary school, middle school, high school, did you have a lot of those experiences or was it not until you got older that you had that in your school experience? So what was that like when you were in school with history? Was that something that you enjoyed? I did. In elementary school, we had uh, some really, really good teachers that, um, we would go on field trips. They would take us to Gettysburg. We would go to a lot of different places and parks that the teachers would recognize. Um, but actually in high school is where I felt that um, we were lectured more uh, mm-hmm. than we were given or shown or taken to a place uh, that um, that would help influence, influence us uh, about history. Um, and maybe because I wanted it more because I, you know, uh, History was one of the, the topics, one of the subjects that I enjoyed in school. And once I you know, graduated and was working at finding, you know, what, where's my avenue? Where do I want to go in life? I went to college part time and worked full time and um, I worked with uh, folks that were um, mentally disabled. I worked at a group home and folks that were in physical and, and, and mental needs. Um, so um Getting back to the, my education, I, I could tell that teachers perhaps maybe um, struggled and, and now seeing, I think, you know, as, as times change, education, um, it, it's hard to influence, I think, kids to get maybe, you know, if there's kids that just maybe do not uh, care about education or just that's not their, uh, their subject that they most find intriguing, I definitely see that there is... Uh, um, you know, it's, it's hard to, you know, influence children um, yeah. to like something that they don't. And I, and I think perhaps my angle would be to find a way to humanize a story or find a way where the children uh, could, uh, the students could be influenced in some way uh, where they can relate to uh, yeah. a, a subject from history. You know, I do remember a lot of lectures and the, and dates and, you know, maybe insignificant facts about people and places and things. And that really was missing. Mm-hmm. How does this relate to my life? How does this, you know, what, what, how does this apply to me? And what impact does this have on, on my world and those things? It seemed like it was missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, you know, I think they're doing a little bit better job in that, but that kind of leads me into historyfix.com. So let's talk about that a little bit, because that is, this new endeavor that that you have taken on and it's a streaming service and it's all things history. So talk to us a little bit about what is it and how did this creation come to be? This came, uh, my managing partner, Will Eichler, and I worked on a number of documentaries for the last 20 years. Uh, We would 
you know, sporadically you'd be hired. He's a photographer. I'm a you know, production manager and I coordinated before that and even production assistant did a production system work before that. Um, Will and I both have uh, obviously a, a big interest in history through education and entertainment. Um, you know, we both worked for the History Channel and, and through the years you find that shows like the History Channel kind of uh, drive a different direction away from perhaps history and, 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 and are looking at reality-based television. And the idea for History Fix is to fill that void that, that we felt um, occurred where we want to show students and history buffs and historians that th- this is a place, this is a community, community where folks can come, uh, learn, be inspired, be influenced uh, about historical figures and about stories that have not been uh, discovered um, throughout throughout our past. Um, so it's it's a you know it's a, it's a community um, of uh, historians, history buffs alike, where we can all watch and be entertained and be influenced by new uh, figures in history as well as old. And finding and, and when talking about um, you know figures of old like Abraham Lincoln, for instance, we're about taking off the top hat. You know. Revealing this guy that's 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 on the five dollar bill, but there's more about Abraham Lincoln that we don't know. And by finding ways to, like I was saying a little bit earlier, humanizing Abraham Lincoln and talking, perhaps you know, starting a discussion. Did you know that Abraham Lincoln was a wrestler and grappler, and he was three hundred and one as a wrestler? And that perhaps might have you know a young young mind listen. Oh well, I'm a wrestler. Or I'm in sports. Yeah. Tell me more. You know, and finding ways that that allow um, you know, Abraham Lincoln to be interesting and not just the same, you know, uh, you know, man that we know with the beard and and the top hat and, and giving the Gettysburg address. Yeah. I think that is so innovative and interesting, you know, and, and being a former teacher and a principal and, and having three children that are, have been through the public school system and I've homeschooled, I kind of wish this would would have been around, you know, like 10 years ago when I needed it, because I mean, I think when you said the word entertainment, you really are hitting on something there in one vein, um, because that is kid that that's kids today. Right. Those that's that's even young adults. You know, you see these guys on the street with their microphones if you're on you know, social media or YouTube or TikTok walking around and asking people. Right. Asking these young college age students mm. or these mm. high school students history questions about when was the civil war who did we fight in this war and they really a lot of times have no idea what he's even talking about right. um, because the last this generation is so caught up in entertainment and reality that you putting that spin on history you know what you said about Abraham Lincoln taking the top hat off that is genius um, who he was as a, you know, as a person and not just what he did, what we've learned through the history books. So if I was, if I'm a homeschool mom and a teacher or a principal and I go to historyfix.com, what kinds of things am I going to find on there? On historyfix.com, uh, edu- um, educators and students will find all sorts of uh, videos, perhaps about, let's take the uh, American Revolutionary War. Um, we will show a recipe that the soldiers or the civilians had in making a stew and what, what resources they had back then uh, and finding ways that, you know, this is actually something very simple and easy that you could make. And this is a meal that um, civilians and soldiers back then, men and women uh, alike, 
um, would have been able to eat or about a particular place, a destination, um, whether it be about a national park and giving a little backstory about where they are and, and, and you know, what happened here allows a sense of um, reality to a place, you know, and it might be somewhere that's close to where the, you know, homeschool students can take a, a mini field trip or a day trip to go see. And it, it combines history through entertainment in that regard, you know, a little bit of a, you know, uh, a travel, you know, travel you know, moment. So that that can be shared. Yeah. And I think that's great. And I think it's coming at the perfect time with, you know, I know that we're, we're past the, the pandemic, but some students are still, you know, virtual learning for whatever reasons, or they're, you know, they really need those online resources mm-hmm. um, to really have those experiences. So I think the fact that historyfix.com is giving those resources to anyone that really wants them or is interested um, is, is phenomenal. And so, you know, let's talk more about some of the challenges that history teachers sometimes face and why, you know, kind of going back to us talking about how difficult it is sometimes to get young adults, young adolescents, children, um, you know, K through 12 educators. How, what are some of the challenges you think that, that we're facing with teaching kids history in a way that they absorb it and retain it and really it grabs a hold of them? I think right now it's very difficult for educators because they're competing with social media and television. Uh, and even perhaps maybe in class, uh, I, you know, I, I'm not sure um, how cell phones work at certain ages in classrooms, if, you know, in terms of what teachers um, allow and do not allow with the phones, but they are competing nonetheless, uh, whether it be, um, you know, sharing information or providing uh, a backdrop to a story when, you know, students can get a quick video or a quick glimpse of something on Instagram or TikTok and they they are competing with you know those minds and I I know that um it it you know it it I'm sure it's very very difficult um and I I, I this you know I, I what I find um that you know works with young minds is finding some sort of struggle um with uh a historical character or like somebody like Abraham Lincoln or George Washington, because kids obviously are struggling no matter what, whether being, uh, uh, struggling with, uh, being bullied. I was a bullied, uh, uh, kid myself and, and talking about that, showing that, you know, I, you know, being bullied and that they can relate to, to somebody who was, who was, who was being bullied. Abraham Lincoln was being bullied as well as a child. Uh, and he, learn to adapt and make, you know, and do what he could and, and maybe talking about something that, ex, you know, to that extent. So it, finding ways that the students may not feel they're being educated and, and being told a story, but we're slipping in information that is valuable to them, yeah. that, uh, that they can benefit from and take with them and maybe, you know, uh, find a way to, to be able to be, you know, um, helped out, you know, need that, you know, that, that big brother, that big sister. Mm-hmm. Um, type um, element. Yeah. Do you think sometimes uh, teachers that teach history, maybe I would think it would be really hard to teach history in today's world, especially with everything is so tumultuous, right? Over the mm-hmm. last four years and the last presidential elections and some of the things that have happened in the Middle East and some of the different wars that we've been involved in and, and differing of opinions. Mm-hmm. I would think that it might be challenging for someone to teach history without a specific bias. 
that comes with just being a human. So what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that that potentially is difficult for folks um, and that holds them back sometimes? Absolutely. I, it's, you know, depending on where I guess you are in the country, uh, different, you know, educators will have probably some sort of bias. And um, I definitely feel that's important that, um, you know, teachers themselves could take a step back, you know, because they're going to be dealing with students that come to class with their own uh, influence, whether it be from their parents or their guardians and, and whatnot. Um, I had an educator that uh, he, um, he was a, a political um, uh, a teacher and our senior year. And one of the things that I found that he did so well is that he didn't involve his politics. We found out later that he was very, very far in one direction. And what was really unique about it, one of the uh, students asked, he says, he says, you're talking about either Democrats or Republicans. Uh, what side, what, what party, what side do you, uh, um, are you with? And he goes, you know, and he was retiring that year. And he goes, you know, my, I forget, maybe 25, 30 years of teaching. He said, I have never been asked that question. Mm -hmm. And thank you for asking that question, because I feel that I've given a non-biased approach to educating, especially with working in politics. He was you know, teaching us, you know, everything we needed to know about, you know, the inner workings of Washington, DC. And, and I just felt that very refreshing that yeah. having, you know, an instructor, a teacher that, uh, did not give a biased approach to their, uh, mm -hmm. their education was very important for students. They could take away the information process, what, uh, you know, from a teacher that was just, you know, giving a, you know, a nice education. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I agree with you too. I think that's really important um, because having three teenagers myself and them, you know, coming home and talking about what their history teacher said or what their teacher said, uh, you know, sometimes it opens up discussions for us. And I think that unfortunately, because it is difficult to keep your own personal views out of that, I think that's that might be one of the reasons why you see more students being homeschooled mm. is because when these things are talked about in a public school setting, parents aren't necessarily thrilled with the fact that their child is being, you know, sort of swayed one way or the other based on what their teacher's view of a historical event is or a specific character in history. Or, you know, we've had controversy over Christopher Columbus and mm -hmm. you know, there's, you know, there's all kinds of things surrounding lots of different history characters now coming out. And that can be difficult when you're talking about what they're learning at home and what, then what they're learning at school. So what are some things that you would say that we need to do more of in K through 12 homeschooling education um, or things that maybe we need to stop doing <laughs> when we're talking about teaching kids about history altogether, like things we could do more of things that maybe we need to stop doing and maybe things we need to start doing. I mean, obviously other than using historyfix.com in our classroom, <laughs> setting, but <laughs> um, some other items, maybe. That's an excellent question about what uh, educators can do, stop doing or, or, uh, I guess what I would say is perhaps a little less of a straight lecture and perhaps maybe a little bit more example driven of an, you know, of a, of a, of a program or a, a way of, you know, recognizing, um, uh, whatever, whatever subject they're talking about. I, I found that showing, um, through example, whether it be bringing something 
something to, to, to school that day, bringing a couple you know pieces of wardrobe, putting somebody in a wardrobe, talking you know about that, pictures, things like that. Um, a lot of my educator, educators that I remember were uh, ones who physically perhaps did something or took us you know somewhere or showed us and just walked us around outside the school and and you know talked about whatever you know whatever was important. Um, and it, and, it, and it allowed a sense of a foundation where we could then be um, influenced with, you know, whatever the topic was. Um, I just I just feel that the short answer is maybe getting up and moving around a little bit more and yeah. less less lecture, less um, hands in the pockets or in, the, you know, or arms crossed, you know, kind of uh, an approach. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Gary, um, thank you so much. Tell us where we can find you and history fix obviously historyfix.com but is there a place on there where folks can reach out and and touch base with you yes they can um we don't have a uh, an email platform but we do have a community folks can through whether it be our um, social media is i would say the best location we have a youtube page that's called stream history fix and as well as an instagram page and we and as well as on facebook so we uh, can definitely get communication if folks would love to reach out to us. Definitely, we would we'd love to hear from anyone um, that has questions or perhaps maybe has suggestions on different um, shows or topics they want. You know, would love to see more. Um, so our Instagram and Facebook and YouTube page would be the best way to reach out to us. And that is Stream History Fix. All right. Well, Gary Hub, once again, historyfix.com. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I think this has been a great conversation to have. Um, and as always, anyone listening can always get in touch with me um, at info at educate.today or at Christy at educate.today if you are having a hard time getting in touch with Gary um, through his social media. And we will have all of this information listed on our description page. Um, so Gary, thanks again for coming on the show. Um, we really appreciate it. And this is Christy Poole signing out for this episode of the Classroom Matters podcast. And as always, don't forget to check out all of our great resources on the Educate.today website.